Yo, so today we're going to be taking a look at a video by Jubilee. Now, if you don't know Jubilee, Jubilee is like a uh, YouTube channel that kind of delves into societal conversations and invites people on in different manners to talk about all different things that are kind of happening within society. So, we're going to take a one look at we're going to take a look at one today uh, that's about men. I'm a man, if you couldn't tell. Uh, so maybe I have something to talk about with this, and maybe I have something to react to. So, guys, let's delve into it. I like the way the old school ways work. They did work, we just messed it up. So that's important to you, to be like the breadwinner? I'm the caretaker of society. Before they answer, I think that's pretty typical. I think if you've you've come up and you've watched a lot of porn, there's a lot of guys that kind of get freaked out by the size of the dicks that they see on porn and they compare themselves to that, right? So uh, unless you're carrying around like just an absolute hog in your pants, I dare say you've probably concerned yourself with it before. Uh, have I concerned myself with it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think when I was growing up, but it, it gets to a point where you accept it, right? You accept where you're at. <laughs> this is a good question. I like this. <laughs> it's just a normal thing to be worried about. Like when you're growing up, like you're like, am I normal? You know, like, <laughs> I hate this. Um, <laughs> I guess like when I was younger, I was like, whoa, is this normal? Right. Is this not? But like, eventually I was like, no, nah, I'm, I'm fine. I feel like this whole conversation is just like, bring into my awareness how impressionable and like how much of our lives and our masculinity is defined by when we're kids. When everybody's like, oh, you gotta have a big dick, you gotta have a big dick. And all you see is like, only time you see a dick is on porn and it's like yeah. 14 <laughs> inches. Then it's like, well, mine doesn't look like that. Yeah. Then of course you're gonna like start thinking about it versus. One second, sorry. Just now. Bring too far. <laughs> you know they're about, the, you know they're changing the answers. Oh. <laughs> I, I changed my mind because what he said was it, it made a lot of sense because I remember the first time I saw porno and I saw a black guy's penis I was like I'm not like that as I got older I perfected my craft that's the tough thing as well it's like well I can imagine is that stereotypically black guys get this you know you got a big dick thing well, what if you're a black guy and you don't actually have that right so if you're just a guy in general and you've worried about that I think even if you're a black man that's being caught up with that stereotype, you're going to worry about it even more. I've never had a problem with women. It has nothing to do with the penis. It's all about, it's not the size of the boat. It's the motion of the ocean. You just love a woman. You embrace each other. And it's just, I've never had a problem with a woman since then. I think for younger guys, this is the concern that I'm realizing is like, maybe if these discussions were more open, about size and, and whatever, and, and that really over time it all becomes okay and it's fine. Um, maybe that would help a lot. A man should pay for the first date. Three, two, one, go. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like the way the old school ways work. They did work. We just messed it up. You know full well that they've thrown this guy in here just to like cause shit, right? They've got all these like sort of young, youngish sort of dudes, maybe a little bit more progressive and they've got, they've gone, you know what? We need fucking someone in there just to cause a little bit of shit and, and carry a little bit of old, old ideologies around certain stuff. So they've a hundred percent, the producers have gone, we need to fucking, we need to stir the pot. We've thrown this guy in there. So that's important to you to like take that leadership role? To be, Tradition. To be like the breadwinner? I'm the caretaker of society. I don't even like seeing it this way. Once you give the woman the power, then you just demasculated yourself. I, I just, I want to stick to what's made me happy. And my, my grandparents, my parents, I'm just going to stick with it because it works. It's not perfect, but it works. Be a man, plain and simple. Uh, I think, I, I don't know, I think we're just getting in dangerous territory when we start talking about chivalry. At the end of the day, it's like, yo, baby, if you want to pay for this, like, there is no hierarchy here. Like, if you want to pay for this, pay for this. And maybe next time I'm like, I just got a check, so I'll pay for it. Wasn't this the first meal, though? You yeah, said? the first one. Okay. You want to yeah. get one chance to make a first impression. What does it matter if, if it's a girl or a guy? Look, I'm... Yeah, I'm probably going to pay on the first date, but I will also accept people paying for me as well. Um, my, my relationship with my girlfriend, when we go out, I probably pay for like every two out of three meals or something like that. And I think, you know, she, she's also not entitled. I think, I mean, I know for me that I never wanted to be with an entitled, like I just couldn't be with an entitled woman, whereas just expected, right? Expected to be able to pay for everything. But I love the fact that she wasn't expecting me to and she'd actually, you know, want to put a hand up and go, hey, no, let me take care of this. And, you know, like I'll take care of it most of the time, but I'm quite happy to let her, you know, contribute wherever she can and whenever she wants to, you know, I'm, I'll take that any day. Hi, it's 2019 and your logic shouldn't be like, no disrespect, like, oh, because my grandpa did it and it worked for him, then it works for me. If she's not going to date me that second time because I didn't pay for her, I think I dodged a bullet. Yeah, 100%. But... I love the fact that they've got these young guys here and they've got this kind of older dude that has these, these different sort of old school uh, ideologies is that I hear so many people complain about dating and how fucked dating is and how they hate dating. And I think for my generation and people that were before uh, the internet and before social media and then were living in points of dating after when it was brought into the fray. And we've got this kind of weird space where we've taken ideologies that were that kind of worked before that time and we're trying to make them work in a time where the circumstances and the variables that allowed them to play out the way that they played it are no, no longer the same and i think a lot of people's expectations or sort of the dating scene and how to date is what's fucking up and ma making them hate it and they're not deviated they're holding into these they're holding on to these old uh, ideologies in a time where they simply are not as relevant. Some are super relevant. Some are still, you know, tried and tested throughout the ages. But some and some of the frameworks that people want to maintain in a relationship these days have gone completely out the window. And while people are still trying to drag these very old ideologies into a time where they're not relevant, like, we're in an age where we're not dating people that were just down the street and we only had a very limited scope of the selection or the selection pool of people that we could date. We've got this wide open selection and awareness that we could find and date people from all over the world, right? So 
that's just one instance of why dating and everything has changed and the goalposts have changed in some circumstances while some have still remained. Now, I love the fact that they've got these young guys and these older guys sort of uh, sharing these other because that's we're seeing that and how this plays out. Now, if you're in your you know late 20s to early 30s, late 30s, you're probably in that generation that is in that very interesting uh, transitional period of pre-internet, pre-social media and after social media um, and dating during that period is that we're going to have some of the biggest difficulties in shifting our relationship to how relationships work and our expectations towards how they should work and if we need to deviate on our expectations and how we see um, the dynamics of relationships playing out. Overblown. Wait, what? Oh, overblown. What, do, what is that? Ooh, can, you, can you use a different word? Yeah. Oh, no. that's the exact oh, right word. Yeah, I think I just somewhat agree that it's blown out of proportion because I think what happens with social media is a group of people coin a term and now it's we're all painted by it. Like, we are not in like a post. I don't know, like rape culture world, you know, like women are being catcalled every day. And so like men are still, I think, seen or experienced as like a predatory presence to women. So like, that's why I just don't think it's like overblown. I think it's just, it's new. Men haven't, <laughs> men haven't become toxic. Men, men have uh, abused their power since the, the dawn of fucking time. This isn't new. Men have been fucking shit. Uh, well, displayed poor behavior for, for, again, forever. This is not something that's just happened overnight. I think we're becoming more and more aware um, of poor behavior. But the reason why I say it's overblown is because any time, and I hate the fucking term toxic, like I, I can't tell you, but anytime we talk about poor male behavior, it immediately falls under uh, uh, flaw in masculinity. I've got to tell you, like some of the worst things and worst behaviors I've ever portrayed, 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 have been when I'm in my feminine, right? And a lot of women that are going to hear this is going to be like, oh, so when you acted badly, you're you acted like a woman. And this is the the fuck thing about some of these ultra spiritual guru guys that are kind of pandering to this the wounded parts of women is that they understand that when a woman hears feminine and woman hears masculine they immediately go man and woman when they're both inherently traits that are within everybody so when i said i'm a man that acted poorly within my feminine energy i'm not saying i acted like a woman i'm saying i acted like a man that was in his feminine a large part of masculinity is emotional awareness to be able to go and kill off an emotion. If you don't understand, femininity is life force and creation and ultimately masculine is death. And when we're looking at emotions, life force is a continuation of flow of emotion. Death is the cutting off of it. And that's where we see it as a suppression for a lot of men is that ability to just go and cut it off but that has its services at times especially when you've got anger is to be able to realize you're you're angry cut that emotion be able to wheel yourself back in and be able to not behave in uh, behave out of emotion 
right? Anytime I've been flippant and done something when I was younger that was that was unhealthy and uh, you know lacking emotional awareness to be able to curb my emotion to make smarter decisions is when I was ultimately my feminine. Again, we take in the biological, re- biological markers is the fact that we carry testosterone. So a man in his feminine times testosterone is a fucking nightmare sometimes. And that's not always masculine. So the reason why I say that mas- toxic masculinity is blown out of proportion isn't the fact that there's poor male behavior and men have to, to look at themselves and improve. And as a, as a whole, we need to be better. It's also understanding that not all male behavior falls under the scope of masculinity. It can also fall under the scope of, of, of a man behaving in his unhealthy feminine at the same point in time, right? So that's the main reason. It's not, it's not uh, denying the fact that you know men have acted poorly and acted um, horribly over millennia. It's just the fact that we've used masculinity as a scapegoat for every single poor male behavior. And I just, I understand that for me, realizing sometimes where I'm my most unhealthiest in my behavior is when I'm in my wounded feminine, right? I'm still a man, I'm st- but I'm just in within that, within that energy. And again, like it would probably be best for me, but like my following is 70% women or whatever. It probably would be best for me to pander to women for marketing reasons, but I don't think it's of service because what ultimately happens is when we create this masculine equals bad, feminine equals good, very serviceable parts of masculine traits then get denied by women that could really, really use them to go and do incredible things out in the world and harness to organize their feminine and their creativity to be able to thrust it out into the world and do a whole ton of good and just continue to thrive. But because we're continually perpetuating this idea of masculinity being like unhealthy every time a man does something bad, I think it's doing a disservice to pretty much everyone, okay? Consistent with all my beliefs and all my morals, I'm very traditional. I see what you're saying, but the way you're framing it, like this, this word moral is kind of... We don't know what that is anymore though. That's, that's well, it's like it sounds like you're saying like it's men's... Oh, we know what moral is. These days, it's just a, comp- it's a pissing competition for who's most moral and who's most good. So we, we don't know what moral is anymore. Look, again... We do, but it's also it's, it's gone to such a degree where now it's such a contest for who's the most noble, who's the most righteous, who's got the highest moral standing and who therefore knows what's best for society. And it's just like, this is what we're seeing with white culture is just, look, I've got shame. I felt like a bad person at one time. I need there to be a hero and a villain um, storyline and I want to be the hero and, I'll, and there needs to be a victim and there has to be a perpetrator and for, for morality uh, people are just continually having a pissing contest for who knows best and it's just it's getting out of hand and job to be like the moral compass of society Mm, it is. No. I, I no. think it's everyone's it, 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 It's everybody's, but men, if men want to coin themselves as the leaders, you have to hold up to the good and the bad. That's part of the problem, though. Like, that's what I think toxic masculinity or it's putting too much pressure on yourself. I mean, it's very obvious that we're grappling with, like, the history and the damage of, like, what, 
a world completely run by men does to us. That's why I think we're talking about toxic masculinity. I am comfortable showing my emotions. Three, two, one, go. It's been like harped upon me for years that like showing my emotions were bad. And like me trying not to be gay, I'm like, no, like I don't want to show these emotions because I'm not gay. I can't be gay. Like I'm not supposed to be gay. Like the church tells me, my dad tells me, my mom tells me, everybody's telling me I'm not supposed to be gay. So like just understanding that at 25, now 26, like I'm over here like, okay, like oh, you're insecure, okay, that's what that feels like. Oh, you're sad, that's what that feels like. I can now be aware of those things, but to show them to other people right now is like really hard for me. I remember like seeing my dad cry for the first time when his mom died, and I remember like imprinting that in my mind as like, wow, you know, like my dad can be upset, and that was like a, an important thing to witness. It's reality, emotion. Yeah, it's real. I was raised by two parents that I never ever saw cry. The effect that that had on me was by the time one of them passed away very suddenly, I didn't really seem to be affected at all. So I've actually had to do a lot of therapy on that. This thing about masculinity not being able to show your emotions is very bad. It puts us backwards in society and-, and I've, I've been able to express, uh, showing emotions and expressing your emotions are two different things. Like being able to logically express your emotions and kind of, you know, logically share about them um, is very different than showing your emotions. Like I, I probably have, I, I feel like I'm comfortable showing my emotion. I'm not an overly emotional person, so I can kind of seem like I don't show emotion often. Um, because I do spend a lot of time in logic and, and I do spend a lot of time trying to self-soothe myself within the logic of my brain. Um, I'm quite happy to share with my friend, you know, I'm feeling a bit flat today. I'm with my girlfriend here. I'm feeling like a little bit this, oh, feeling a bit anxious for some reason, right? And all these sorts of things. But I'm obviously coming from a very logical standpoint as opposed to showing it all. But again, that probably boils down to the fact that I'm not, I'm not overly emotional. But when the time comes, like I've cried on stage in front of, thousands of people quite comfortably. I've known that I was gonna go on that stage and if I was gonna tell parts of my story, I was gonna cry, right? And I stood in that power and, and and it never robbed me of my masculinity. I never felt like that robbed me of my masculinity whatsoever. Again, that's a big part of what masculinity also is, is just standing in your belief and standing in your power regardless of what anyone else sort of thinks and, and staying true and centered to that and being unwavering to that. And a lot of that does come with being able to share and do things that might socially be seen as feminine or weak or whatever, but knowing that that doesn't dent your relationship with your own sense of manhood or own sense of connection to your masculinity. It puts us backwards in society and, and we need to be thinking about how to tap into our emotions in a healthy way together. Thank you for standing in your truth, brother. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Great job, man. You too. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, so guys, if you've got any other um, videos, anything you want to react to, if you've got any comments, leave them below. But man, come on, finish this video properly. Ooh. If you've got any comments or anything you want to leave below, drop them below and I'll see you next time. Peace.